Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. What I tell you, okay, all right, this decade is going to be the decade of the Vols. You got it. Rid it, dit to do, and welcome into More Important Issues. It is Sunday, October 25th. The Vols, I mean, I, I can't disagree with people that are like, we knew we were going to lose. Yeah, but you still had some hope. And you hope the Vols would play better. You really hope that your unit who's been playing pretty good through even when the offense has had their struggles, the defense, you hope they would play better. And that's just not the case. And I, come on, you cheer for them to win. Whether you think they're going to lose or not, you still cheer for them to win. So it hurts. You know you're probably playing the best team in the country or one of the two best teams in the country, but it still hurts. Yeah, even if you like, like the score was probably around what people thought it would be. Like, it wasn't just outlandish. It probably could have been worse. It definitely probably could have been, been better, though. Definitely could have been better. Um, but, yeah, you just – I don't know. You, you were just outmatched yesterday, and it sucks because there's a little bit of maybe, you know, if they have a bad game, we have a good game, maybe they can rot ship and turn things around. Maybe with better quarterback play, we have a better chance. But that just wasn't the case. We didn't even get to – I mean, I thought JG for what was – the game plan given to him, thought he played really well. We didn't get to find out if he, you know, could have had kind of an all-world game or anything like that because I don't think he was given a chance. Yeah, which is unfortunate because you talk about how this, you know, in the media, Pruitt's been had having his back through the whole way, whatever. Well, the you didn't coach like you thought he could win you the game. No, and a, and a lot of those third-down calls were specifically they just didn't trust. JG's ability to get a first down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. On third and three, they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, on, on third and nine, third and seven. You mentioned it. They're hardly even draw plays. They're, you're not even really given the chance for the defense to, to drop back into pass coverage. It was kind of just direct handoffs. And, and when you have guys like – like you refuse to put these freshman receivers besides Jalen Hyde on the field, what does a draw really do for you? Because you're not putting guys out there that they're going to respect to run right by them. Also a fair point. <laughs> so, I'm, <laughs> yeah, it was I don't a, know. The, the offensive playing calling for me these past couple games has just been absolute crap. It's been terrible. And, and it, if you if you truly do trust the, the quarterback, you definitely are not coaching like it. And, you know, maybe, maybe this week will be the switch. Maybe they didn't want to start a Harrison Bailey against Alabama. Um, you know my thoughts on it. But you never played him. And then by the time you put Brown Mauer in, you only threw one pass with him. Well, and then if – if Harrison Bailey is your guy that you're going to set up to play against Arkansas, why didn't you play him instead of Brian Maurer? Yes. So nope. I just have I think it'll be JG Arkansas week two. I don't I don't think this was. I think a lot of people that wanted to try to find the optimism in yesterday wanted to say this was kind of JG's last game. This was a game you knew you would. No, I just think 
you had a horrible game plan going in. Yeah. I think it's that simple. I, I think he played not to get beat as bad instead of yes. game planning to try to win the game. I, I agree. I think that was the case. Yes. I think it was a, a simple let's not get blown out every second we're out here. Take the points, that those three points, your first score. Let's take the, the points we can get. Instead of trying to get, as many people mentioned, you knew field goals weren't going to win you that game with the offense that they have, the way your defense was playing. So it just seemed, yeah, it, it wasn't fun. We'll, we'll talk about, we'll recap the whole game. We'll talk about what the Vols did well, the few, the proud. Um, <laughs> but there, there were some actually, you know, I, I, will, uh, I would like to mention someone that I thought played well um, that maybe – Maybe we could find hope in the second half of the season uh, at one specific position. So there is some, maybe, few positives. Uh, but overall, we, we will talk about that. We'll talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. There was plenty of that. Um, <laughs> talk about some things that need to be fixed, some guys that impressed, and then some um, do a college football recap. Talk about some of the, the <clears throat> games in college football. So did you see that Indiana-Penn State play? What do you got? Touchdown, no touchdown, call in the field stands? What's your... What was the call in the field it was a touchdown? Call in the field was a touchdown. Yeah, I think I'd probably roll. roll I with think that. it had to stand, right? Yeah. Okay. Don't think it was inconclusive. Right. The ball being down wouldn't dictate the runner being down, correct? Like just the ball. Mm-hmm. So I think it. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're on the same page. And that, that's another quarterback that Michael Pings Jr. was <laughs> recruited. He was actually a Tennessee commit, and we kind of shuffled him out. So. I don't know. You take that for what you will. I don't know. You pointed you pointed out a lot of quarterbacks that were in that same situation this week. It wasn't it just, wasn't a lot of fun to. I just don't get it. Right. Uh, and then we'll so we'll recap college football, all the games uh, around, and we'll also talk some high school football. We've got uh, if you got any questions, drop them in the chat. I'm hopping on YouTube right now. I've got Twitter open. Landon's got Facebook open. Drop them in. We'd love to answer them. We already got some. If we don't get to them right away, we do have a sh- uh, part in the show specially dedicated. Uh, to get to those questions. So stick with us. We'll get to them. We'll try to answer them right away. Um, but if not, we will get to them. Don't worry. Go ahead and ask away, ask away. Before we get into the show, we're going to be talking about Tennessee versus Alabama, recapping yesterday's rivalry game, if you can call it that. And uh, before we do that, Lane's going to tell you guys about some of our friends that make this show possible. Yeah, guys, go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. Guys, if you have HVAC needs, go check out Blue Water Climate Control. They're giving away 40 free furnaces in the month of October and November. So they're probably, the end of October is getting here. So your, your chance is running out to get a free furnace. So go check them out. Um, also, like Caleb said, if you got questions, get them to us. We'd love to answer them. Um, that just makes the show more interesting. Did we have any messages after the game? We had one. I don't know if it was after yesterday or after I didn't. They didn't have a date on it. Okay. Um, we can play that right now if you want. Do you want to play right now? Yeah, sure. It's pretty. See, I think I think it was after the Kentucky game because it's directed at one quarterback. Mm. Whereas, like, I I guess you could still be mad at him, but you're definitely not gonna be this mad at him after yesterday. Maybe let's wait till the end end of the show. Okay. Because I mean, JJ had a decent game. So yeah. I don't, don't want to throw too much at him right now. And I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to say he lost the game, he won the game, but I think the 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 coaches distrust in him may have. If they're coaching like they don't trust him. It was kind of the thing I said to you, and I don't know if I said it on the show. I love Trey Smith, so this is not directed like directly. This isn't like, hey, you've been you've been playing like crap, because he hasn't. But he had that comment after the Kentucky game, how like there's nothing you cannot say anything bad about JG. Like he's our quarterback, that's our guy. Don't have anything to say nice to say, don't say it at all, blah, blah. And that's good. That's something like you need to say. But you got to play like it, too. 
Because that offensive line has not played like JG is their guy. No. So they, they've got – they have to step it up with how they play. And I think that's the same thing for the coaches. If JG is your guy, coach like it. Yeah, and coach to win. Right. If you don't have any faith with him, he's not your guy. And, and playing a fifth-year senior this year, a guy that you don't think is going to help you win, then play a guy that you think maybe could help you win in the future. Right. Right. I just – I don't know. It's frustrating. It, yeah, it, it's a frustrating I mean, we're, to, we're paying Jim Chaney a lot of money for him to to have an offense that looks worse than Missouri, Kentucky, Arkansas. You know, the, those Ole Miss. I mean, the, those teams have first year head coaches and look a lot. They're playing a lot better football than Tennessee is right now. I mean, granted, we've had we've had to play two of the top five teams in the country. I get it, but, but that Kentucky game was inexcusable. Yeah, the Kentucky game is the one that stands out to you. They're like, it, it, it's completely unacceptable. You hoped maybe this week you'd at least you had nothing to lose this week. You had nothing to lose if JG throws two interceptions against not pick sixes, two interceptions against Alabama, it may, two two interceptions against Georgia. It probably makes sense, but you didn't even get a chance to do that. And then he had he had two really good throws, deep balls that. One of them should have been P.I., automatic first down for Tennessee. But two really good deep throws, and you don't do it again. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And you didn't do it at all against Kentucky. No. It was frustrating. It was very you, frustrating. You didn't just find man on the outside and, and give a guy a chance to make a play. You you know, made him read the defense, which he's proven he really can't do. Right. And, and Jalen Hyatt – you know, hopefully after this week, Jalen Hyatt really showed how he can he can beat teams with his speed. I mean, he 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 played much much better this week. I know he only had two receptions, but there were a lot of times that he was able to get open. Hopefully, he'll be hit next week. That's you know that's the the plan. Um, Josh Palmer had another good game. Probably had a touchdown pass that. <clears throat> I mean, you might be that's good defense though, in my opinion. And then he had another pass that would have been a pretty long 30 40 yard pass that an Alabama defensive back just made a phenomenal play on. Yeah. Hey, it was actually I mean I don't know how it could have been a better pass and Palmer played it well and was broken up. And that's why Patrick Sertain is going to be a first round draft. Was it Sertain on both yeah. of them? Yeah. So so it's like what are you going to do about that? Right. The guy yep. just made a really good play. Yep. Um but but and that's tough. Those plays are tough. But again, I thought a few times, Garantano made really, really good throws, but you just didn't give him enough chances. And then on that third down, to, uh, I think it was before the Hyatt touchdown, makes a great <coughs> play. He can move around in the pocket. I don't know why he doesn't do it all the time. I, you know, I think there's some plays that people pin on the offensive line that a lot of times I think our offensive lineman's done a good job of making the end go upfield, but JG just sits back in the pocket, doesn't step up, and it kills him. Mm-hmm. And, and and maybe the tackle didn't play it well, but. Regardless, JG did not make it eat or hard on the defensive end. Right. So I think there's and when he stepped, he looks fine. He he he's had times this season. He had times yesterday where he ran for a first down. He's had times this season he gets out of the pocket and can find somebody and flip it to him. When he does that, he's not bad. I don't know where the disconnect is. I'm not sure. Um, but I just don't think the offensive play calling even gave him a chance to completely implode yesterday. Yeah, I thought the <laughs> offensive line played pretty good. They didn't give up a sack. Um, they have been a little banged up. You know, they got Jameer Johnson back. I thought Spragans looked good. I Spragans thought Spragans played aggressive. Dar- I thought Darnell Wright played a really good game. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't have him and, and the guys I mentioned um, this morning, but I rewatched a little bit of it today, and I thought he really stood out. Um, but we just lack, like, creativity, creativity number one. Is a big one. And I, I think we lack playmakers on offense. I, I, I don't think, you know, Jeremy Pruitt keeps saying, you know, these young guys have to earn it. But we didn't put them in until four minutes to go. No, they were in. It wasn't even garbage time. It was. 
yeah, the game was done. You are, and you didn't Alabama run. put backups in before we did, right? And like, which is understandable to an extent, but yeah, right. But but like, you're trying to build something. Alabama's already there, right? And that's how they're continue to build because they put guys in. I mean, Trey Sanders, I'll, I'll, they I'll, they put him in, and like, yeah, he's a freshman. But he's a five-star freshman. Bryce Young, they put him in. He's a freshman, but he's a five-star freshman. Right. I mean, Tennessee needs to build some some depth and get these guys developed because they're not as developed as you know those five-star no. guys that Alabama has. And the one, and I don't disagree, could have put guys in earlier. I, I agree with that. I will defend the coaching staff a little bit in that regard and say that's a tough, that's a tough decision to make. Like when do you, when you put them in too early, does it look like you've given up already? And now you're going, why are you putting those guys in? You're you know, a couple possessions away, and people, and you get you get those critics. Where versus, I think it's a tough line to walk. I agree. The four minute, four minutes is too late. Period. Right. End of story. Right. But it is a tough line to walk in terms of, am I am I throwing in the white towel too too soon? Like, what's the, the but white if flag? your starters are getting beat like they stole something then, in the secondary, then what what's the difference oh, in putting some freshmen in, and giving them an opportunity? And the second, and that's, I mean. The secondary should have had some more rotation at some point, right? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even based on losing. It was the fact that that guy got beat two, two, two times in a row. Get him off the freaking field. That was like that was past getting guys experience. There's got to be someone behind him, if not just to be like, hey, he's gonna play over you if you don't fix this crap. Like right. that kind of that kind of deal. And and so yeah, that those. I mean, you can't tell me that Danico Slaughter in that first game against South Carolina has earned. played any worse than Sean Chamberlain. I mean, has. I thought he earned some time yeah. that game, right? I mean, he did get beat, but Sha Smith is one of the best wide receivers in the SEC. Right. Um, and I know he, Alabama he, has some of those, but, you know, he is – Sean Schamberger d- does not look head and shoulders better than Danico Slaughter right no, now. No. The, what we've seen. Right. What we've seen. And we just got lit up by Bolden yesterday. Oh, my God. Is he just – did he just become – All world. You know, yeah. yeah. He's a sophomore. Right. I mean, I don't even know – He had three catches last year, I think, two catches last year, the whole season. And he just had himself a day. And then, you know, they lose Waddle out for the season. That that really I, – I hate that because uh, I, I think he's a really good player. But they lose, a, you know, one of their key guys, but then Mechie just comes in and, and balls out. Yeah, and and, what, so, and you you knew there would be a guy there for Alabama that could do a good job replacing him. The, my hope was when he went out, when you talk – I mean, obviously you don't want a guy to get injured. But when you look at it, when you see a guy like that go out and you look at it, how can that play to Tennessee's favor – well, not only did they lose just a really good player, it was a key guy, a guy they try to look to go to a lot. The play is designed for Jalen Waddle. Well, you hope that you can take advantage of that because, you know, they don't have a lot of plays designed for John Mechie. Devontae Smith, yeah, sure. Najee Harris, yeah, sure. But you thought if you can get a guy that they're key into a lot, hope, and no, they just they don't skip a beat. And, and, I mean, that's one thing that makes them so good. But you got to do a better job of taking advantage of that too. Right. And you can put part of that on the defensive line. You know, oh, we're not getting any holy, kind of pass rush. Holy crap! Mac Jones had all day. <laughs> yeah. To throw. Oh yeah. But our, our secondary, like, they had opportunities to maybe pick off some passes, and, and we just were, didn't. And we were dropping a ton of guys in coverage. So not only our defensive line, I mean, just the the play calling defensively. But that's my question. So yeah, the pass rush is bad. How are you not covering people though when you're only rushing four or five guys? Yeah, how was the how was the running back wide open? Najee Harris had like over ten and a half yards per catch. He like he had six catches for sixty one yards. So yeah, ten. I think most of those came in the second half too. 
And, and they're just like, oh, no one else is open because you dropped eight guys. Right. Here, here's it to it's, Najee Harris. It wasn't pretty defensively. Defensive play. The play you, again, I think this is the third week in a row that you got outplayed and outcoached. Yeah. Which you figured you might get outplayed. You figured in some areas you might get outcoached. You hoped at least somebody like Jim Chaney could do better. But, I mean, Pruitt's specialty is secondary, and the secondary has looked – I mean, he even said it after the game. We've played bad in the secondary for, for five games. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the one highlight, I guess we can kind of jump into the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, and, and, you know, the good, I think, and I was going to go into this with the bad, but, I mean, Trevion Flowers is great in run support, but good Lord. Yeah. He was he was he was a guy that probably impressed me just because he had the the turnover. Yeah, um, and, and he led the team in tackles. And, and when your safety is leading your team in tackles, it's not good. Not a good thing. No. But I mean, he was he was really good in run support. I thought he did a lot of great things there. Um, but and he, I guess he had probably another interception too. That was that was him in the end zone, right? No, that was the, Kenneth George. That was Kenneth George. Okay. Yeah, so Kenneth George looks like the next coming of Nigel Warrior. I mean, he just can't catch an interception. <laughs> I have no clue why. <laughs> Uh, but I, I like Trayvon. I thought Trayvon Flowers played good, but I thought, like I said, this could kind of lead into the bad for me. I thought he's got he's got to do better in pass coverage overall. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just struggled, but he does do a lot for your team in run support, and that's big. That is big. But he's got he's got to help the team more. He's got to got to right. got to. And it's like he, he you you can have maybe one guy that helps you a lot more in run support, like maybe Alante Taylor. But when every guy in the secondary is struggling covering their guy, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to just point out one person. That, no. That's why I think you, you could have – can Keyshawn Lawrence not pick off a pass? Can he not catch? It, I mean, should he can, not have come in? He did, you didn't see him till what, late in the third quarter? Yeah. Can he? Could he not have come in early? We talked about rotating guys in that secondary. I feel like that would be a good – at least got to give some chances. And I know a lot of people are like, do you want to put those guys against out? they got to play Alabama at some point. They'll see them three more times, four more times in their career. Five more times if your first name starts with J and your last name starts with G. Not, Maybe seven more as, times. As a freshman, you, got, that's who, you have nothing to lose. And that's like, why you go to Tennessee, right? Right. To play the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Floridas, and to beat them. Yeah, that's why you go, right? Why do you – you hope that's why they come. Sean Shammer got – he got his first start against Alabama. I just – why – if that's what's determined the young guys, that's terrible. Yep. If that is, you know, that's what a lot. I think that's a lot of people. That's why you didn't want Harrison Bailey to start this week. I get it. Whatever. I understand that. But at the same time, he came to Tennessee to play Alabama's defense. And like, I mean, Alabama's defense. I, I guess you know their secondary is pretty good, but they weren't just all world. No. Like they usually are. No. Yeah. I mean, this is a. I feel like this is the. I mean, we didn't even give up a sack. We rushed for over a hundred yards. I hate to use the word worse, but this might be the worst Alabama defense you see in a long, long time. Yeah. I mean, what do we have? That right, is, right around 300 yards of total offense. I that mean, I mean, we did run the ball well, and we we stuck with the run when that you know when it was working. I thought ha, there weren't a ton of negative run plays, and that's a positive that you right. can take. Yeah, um, you were at least getting a yard. Now I hate that on second and six, you run the ball there on a lot. I mean, we ran the ball on second down a lot, a and, lot more than you should after first after first down success. You ran the ball and got a yard, and that puts you in terrible third-down situations. You've got to do better. I would rather be second and six with an incomplete pass and second and five with a run. Or, sorry, third and six with an incomplete pass than uh, third and five with a one-yard run on second down. Yeah. I think most people would because it does nothing. You don't – now, if it's J, if JG's why you're not trusting that, 
then you make the switch, period. If that's why. If it's why. I mean, you just don't have guys to run. You don't have a Najee Harris to run between the tackles on a on a second and five and expect to get a first down. You yeah. just don't. In third and nine, third and seven, we ran the ball. A lot. Because we ran the ball on second down. And then we on, in a bad we get the, the turnover at midfield, and we run the ball three straight times. One was a, the the jet sweep toss to Velas Jones, but like, right, you ran the ball three straight times. He only touched the ball once yesterday on that play. Yeah, and we besides the returns, we punted. So we get, you know, maybe it, maybe not a chance to get in the game, but you, you give yourself some hope probably. And you, and then you run the ball three straight times. Yeah, don't even give yourself a chance. It was tough. Um, another positive, I thought Hyatt played well. I thought you saw what he has in him to be. I mean, I know Alabama's defense is down, but they're still going to end up being one of the better defenses in the league. Um, and you saw what what Hyatt can do and with his speed and can get over top. Uh, and then it kind of pissed me off. A little bit. Because you're like, he's had that. That's not – he didn't just gain that speed this week. Right, yeah. Well, where's that been? Right. We could have used that against Georgia, Kentucky. Yeah, well, we could have used it more against South Carolina. But – and that's something that – he doesn't need to – his excellent route, decent route that he ran, sure helped him out, but his speed is what got him a touchdown. Right, yeah. He just can run right by people. Yeah, he didn't and, run a phenomenal route. And even Josh Palmer's done a great job this season, but even he can't – he doesn't have that top speed. He doesn't have that breakaway speed, no. That, um, that's why I don't understand. Like Malachi Wadman had that great catch against Kentucky, and yeah. then this week wasn't even targeted. No. You don't even try to just – it doesn't matter if he's – doesn't know the – if he doesn't know one play in the playbook, he knows a go route. <laughs> and you can at least use him as a deep threat. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that <clears> – we have a lot of wide receivers that aren't touching the ball, unfortunately. Um, my dad, Palmer, you mentioned him. He's played really well again. I um, hope we can get him the ball more because he's a, he's a great receiver. He makes a lot of good plays for you. Uh, and then Princeton Font. I thought he played well in the in the run game. Yeah. And then he had his one catch over the middle was good. If we can get a tight end more involved, that helps the team a lot. And probably helps JG a lot more. Uh, still doesn't look like a great tight end, but you've not had an option at all so far. And then he, like I said, I thought he did a lot of good stuff in the run game. And then he had one catch, which is more than our tight ends have had most games. That's true. So I, I think that's a maybe a little, little glimmer of hope in the offensive <laughs> playbook there. Yeah. Um, my good is... I thought you had pretty clean quarterback play. Yeah. Uh, you know, there there were some times on third down where we tried to throw a slant, but we just don't get any separation. No, we got to do better there. And that's why I think, you know, having guys with some speed on the outside would really help that. Yeah. Yeah, and JG probably, he put it where a receiver could get it. He just couldn't make the catch. Right. So, um, I, I thought JG played we pretty well. We don't run slants now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we, I mean, we just can't, I guess. <laughs> Um, but I thought he played pretty well, you know, the past couple games, he's looked like trash. Um, but is, does he, did he earn the starting job? I don't know. Yeah. I guess. If, that, if that's the person, if, if he's at that bad of games and then this game he plays pretty good, I guess, you know, he's probably oh, your starter. I think he starts against Arkansas. Yeah. 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 I would be pretty shocked. Um, especially with, you know, Pruitt's words before the game about the the team knows who the starter is. Mm-hmm. It's like, is everyone really as bad as they say? Or is JG a phenomenal practice player? And again, if if it's JG's a phenomenal practice player, at some point you have to go, well, he's not good in the game. Give somebody else a chance. Right. Is everyone else just that bad? Like, is that, I mean, is that I mean, really we, true? We mentioned it on Wednesday. Like, 
would Josh Dobbs never started here if Jeremy Pruitt was a coach? He almost he only did for Butch Jones because Peterman and Worley were hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason he did his freshman year. So I don't know. I mean, there there comes a point in time where you have to give those those guys some opportunities to see what they can do in a game. Yeah. Because, you know, not everybody's a great practice player. Nope. I don't who knows what it is, man. Who knows? And, and some people clue. just have it in them. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't – there's a lot of – there's some guys on that offense that I, I just don't think it has it in them. I'm not willing to disagree. I that the, You mentioned the – I want to go back. Butch Jones said the same thing Jeremy Pruitt did his first year. You know, Jock, we, we Worley's the best option. And I like Justin Worley. Like, I didn't – I he didn't make some of the glaring mistakes that we've seen lately. He just didn't have the flat-out talent. And then the offensive line was much, much, wor- much, much worse then. Right. He wasn't just making these dumb errors. He wasn't great, but he didn't make really dumb errors. We also ran the read option with and, a terrible offensive yeah. line. <laughs> and but you always heard we know who the best guy is. And a lot of speculation was maybe you want to redshirt Josh Dobbs. Maybe you know that may be the case. But it's like if the guys in front of you have no chance at winning, just you got to play the guy. You got to play the guy. Yeah. So I just don't. I refuse to believe because a coach says he's the best guy in practice that that's just always true. Or two, it just means that guy might be a good practice player, and you know by now that it's that he's a good practice player. He's had enough time that he, you know what the issue is. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, I just thought they – so, I, I guess I'll start with the bad. <laughs> Someone said, I think the big thing was that the offense played overly cautious while the defense was atrocious. That is an excellent summary of the game in a couple words. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly right, I believe. Yeah. It was bad. Now, that was uh, C North side 85. That, I think that's I, true. I mean, Matt Jones literally could have – at one point, he was nine for nine for a hundred and like sixty yards. I mean, he he could have thrown for a he could have had a school record at Alabama. I might I might have thrown some interceptions, but I would have thrown a couple completions against Tennessee's defense yesterday with the way they played. Oh yeah, <laughs> at least one completion. <laughs> I mean, they're they're not going to pick it, so yeah, I might hit them. That doesn't mean they'll catch it. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. That's it was just like I said. I, I think the defense played a little cautious too, trying to really sit back and coverage and keep everything in front of them. But if you get Mac Jones, it and bat. So if you gave him time, you're gonna get shredded, and you did. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's much better than when what you saw him last year. Oh yeah, and a lot of what a lot of what got him rattled was pressure. Like that's your your pressure from the defensive line is what helped, and you abandoned it. And we, and we couldn't tackle yesterday. I mean, there was times where it was third that, down, and they would run it. And we would have wrapped up in the backfield, and Najee Harris would get loose. Thankfully, neither team could. So maybe it was just something with the field. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it just <laughs> – the the Darrell Middleton one where it was like third and two, and Najee Harris, like, as soon as he takes the handoff, Darrell Middleton is right there, and he just will have some attack. You just got to hold on to him. You don't have to make the tackle. Just hold on to him. Right. That was tough. That was tough. That's, tough. that's, that's really tough for a guy who's had a pretty good year. So maybe Jeremy Pruitt saw this coming, he's been playing. and that's why he got rid of Brumballs after the Kentucky game. A, he's like, I know what's about to happen against Alabama, and I can't watch it anymore. This is a pre-fire. Right. He's, he Dwight shrewded him. He pre-fired him. Yeah. And Brumball's like, all right, I'm just leaving. I'm, I'm, I know what's He's happening. like, I know where this is going to go next week, and I'm, I don't want to see it. <laughs> pre-fired him. Um, all right, the bad. What do you got? The bad, I got offensive creativity. I got play calling, so. Yeah, I, I just think you just don't have a lot. I mean – how the how is Ole, like Ole Miss always seems to have somebody wide open? We never have anybody wide open. 
Never. Well, we don't make the defense think at all. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. We don't. And we don't run – we don't do outside runs. You know, we do the jet sweep to Vilas Jones once a game. But it's just not. I guess it's just like a playmaker. We just don't have the the guys that can run right by. So they're not you – know, they, can, they can stay five yards off because you're going to have to do a break because you're not going to run right by me. Right. And here's my question about the Vilas Jones sweep. Do we run it once a game, hoping the one play? Like, here's my question: Are we committed to running it once a game? Score negative ten yards, no matter what, anything in between, we're running it one time. Because if you expect it to be successful the first time you run it, got news for you. Yeah. How many times you pass? How many touchdowns you score? How many times you run? How many touchdowns you score? Right. Like, trust it. Set him up in different places to run the sweep. Put different guys on him. When you get a linebacker covering him, put him. It just does, it just doesn't make sense how quickly four yards. Sure, you'd like it to get more, but he got four yards last time. He he's run it like one time the last three games. It's been one time. He got four yards. That's more than both of our starting running backs averaged yesterday. Correct. I, I just don't I don't get the unwillingness to try and be creative. I don't get it. I mean Alabama even a team that doesn't necessarily need to be creative. <clears throat> They're moving tight ends. H backs, they're they're moving them around the whole time. They're putting wide receivers up at tight end, moving them, then moving them out wide or vice versa, and we just don't see anything like that. Yep. And Alabama probably doesn't even necessarily need to do stuff like that. They probably could go man up on you and beat people, but they're still doing it because it gets guys wide open. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm I mean, not saying I'm not saying the perfect fix is to go <laughs> in there and just move everybody as much as you want, but just a little bit, just a little bit. Make yep. them think. Make the linebackers have to. Either step out in coverage once in a while. Make the make the corners try to figure out who I've got to what wide receivers coming to me or going away from me. We just don't do any of that. I don't feel like we do enough like hard counts. Like we never get people to jump off sides. Well, we do. We still do that crap like Butch Jones used to do. Set high and then turn and get the play. We do it sometimes. We do do it sometimes. And I don't get it. It's very annoying. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I, on two, on one, <laughs> and then we're gonna run the play. <laughs> yeah, I, mm. I just and we need to get rid of the three and outs. How bad are we on third down yesterday? It wasn't good. It wasn't good because you mentioned it in the third quarter. You were like, "We're two for thirteen. It's okay. Four for 16. Yeah, it was bad on third down. Oh God, it's so frustrating. It's just. I, th- I, thought I, the didn't most- ex- I didn't expect Jim Chaney to come out here with this Lane Kiffin offense with moving parts and Wildcats and different quarterbacks, but I expected more creativity. Oh, yeah. I expected different guys getting the ball in different ways. I, I don't mean, think that's asking a lot. I just don't think he can find the balance because sometimes he's like, oh, we got to pass, 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 and then sometimes it's run, run, run. Like it's never a balanced attack. Yeah. I – I don't, I don't understand it. Paying him a lot of money. Paying him a lot of money. I don't know the answer, but he's making a lot more money than I am, so he should be able to figure it out, right? Yeah. And, and <laughs> the fact that Arkansas's offense looks better than Tennessee's right now is yeah. alarming. Someone said we try to play too fast. What's the point? I agree. There's times where I think you can, especially when you're running the ball really well. First off, you're killing your offensive line when you're trying to play fast and running the ball well. They're playing well because they know where to go and the defense doesn't. Give them time to catch their breath, slow it down. And especially when you're looking at jobs where you're like, you get a first down run play and it's not good. Why are we hurrying up 
take our time. Because we're probably going to go three and out there. Let's give our defense some more time on yeah, the Yeah, that's that's my thing. If you're struggling as an offense moving the football, why are we running so fast to know. get the defense back on the field? We already do a good job of getting them back on the field as soon as possible. Why are we making it faster? Yeah, some people have commented some good things in here. I can't get them all. But someone said, Tim Priest mentioned that Bama secondary was – Playing tot and begging our receivers to th- or begging us to throw the ball, yeah, and we didn't do it. Nope. We did it a couple times and scored on one of them. Yep. Um, JG didn't look too bad. A lot of drop balls. JG didn't look bad yesterday, but I'm not willing to just like ride out that. Uh, yeah, sure. He probably earned the start against Arkansas. So yeah, I mean, but I do feel I feel he was handcuffed. Someone else mentioned mm-hmm. that. Do you think Pruitt is handcuffing Cheney? That's a but, possibility. But I'll take that, Jared. That JG. I'll, I'll take that. You know, he's going to make some good throws. He, he's not going to kill you right but you got to give him more chances and you also got to get more playmakers around him where he's not having to do a whole lot right you gotta you gotta make him give him more chances do you think so i have this question do you think pruitt is handcuffing cheney i mean do you think this is pruitt's fault cheney's fault whose fault is it i mean i think you hired jim cheney to run the offense so i don't i don't think it's pruitt i think it's to be fair it looks still looks like that tyson helton offense I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, it like yesterday, it did not look like they game plan to win the game. It looked like they tried to get out there with minimal damage and get to the bottom. I, I don't disagree with that fact. I don't. I mean, or that statement. I think that was it. I just it. It's possible. You yeah, I, I think. I think there's a lot of Jeremy Pruitt influence on it. I do, but I also think that Jim Cheney isn't being creative in what he's being handed by Pruitt. Mm-hmm. I think there is a lot left up to Cheney, but I don't think he is being creative in that. And I don't maybe he maybe it's impossible. Maybe I'm underestimating what Pruitt is giving him. I, maybe I am. That's possible. But I, I just feel like he could still be more creative in some of the things we do. I'm not asking for a lot. Like I'm I'm not. But it's easy to tell. With, like on third and three, <clears throat> you motion your running back out of the backfield. You don't expect a a lot of those guys or. I mean, Alabama doesn't have a bunch of freshmen on the secondary. They don't have a bunch of sophomores that didn't see the field last year in the secondary. You don't think they figure out what's going on when you motion a back out of the backfield on third and three? wonder what they're going to do here. Right. So the one time we use motion, we show our freaking hand. It's like motion the back out of the, on second and six and try to get five wide in that in that scenario. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I don't I don't know what you do on offense. I really don't. No, I, I, if you're going to continue to to leave your new toys as top ten, you know, signing class, if you're going to leave them in the in the package and not open them, What's you know, that, just don't even sign them. Right. I mean, that's else. that that's on you. That's your fault. Yeah. I mean, just because they haven't earned it in practice, dude. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. And even if they haven't earned it in practice, putting them with. In with four minutes to go is worthless. You're not giving them really any meaningful reps. No. Um, and this isn't the only game you've had a chance to put them in. Kentucky could could have put them in earlier. Um, Missouri, after that game yep. was in hand. Georgia, so. that game was in hand. And you just didn't. So, I mean, if two years down the road, if you're like, oh, man, we just don't. We just haven't developed there. Well, that's kind of on you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, the, think, I think Tennessee does have talent. I think a lot of that talent is freshmen and sophomores. Which um, makes it a little bit more tough. But that's and I'm not saying I'm still not saying you should go you should have gone and beaten Alabama yesterday. But you could have done things a lot better mm. that I don't think Alabama was killing you on 
and making it. I don't think Alabama was making it hard on you. I think you were making it easy on Alabama. Right. And the the thing that is pissing me off, even if your roster is. You know, not as good as Alabama, not as good as Georgia. They're a lot better in Kentucky, and you got blown yeah, out like and that's what makes the Alabama loss and the things we're pointing out even worse. Right. Um, so the ugly. I've got for the ugly, I've got the secondary and pass rush, a combination of the defense. I just think they made it really – again, I don't think Mac Jones had an all-world game because Mac Jones is an all-world player. I think he had an all-world game because Tennessee didn't do anything to challenge him. No. Didn't confuse him. Didn't, didn't really bring pressure from different places. No. Yeah, just like you said, just try to keep things in front of you. Just try to not to let but, the game get out of hand too quickly. Yeah, and then that speed, you can't keep that speed in front of you no matter what you do. Why well, right. try it? And and Jeremy Pruitt's comments bother me a little bit because I'm like, you you can't say that from your side. He's like, trust me, I've been on that other sideline. I know what, you know, I know what the gap used to look like. It's a lot closer now. Well, it ain't playing like it. No, I mean you haven't proved it in three years, so no. I don't, I don't see a big difference. I mean, if anything, we regressed from last year. Definitely regressed from last year, <laughs> at least in this game. I mean, 15, Butch Jones almost won. I think it was a um, strip sack that won the game for Alabama. I mean, I just – the gap's never been that close. <coughs> but I refuse to believe that it's any closer now than it was last year or the year before that. It shouldn't be 31 points. No. No. It's – yeah. Mm. I, I think Alabama – will definitely be in the national championship. Yeah. I think Alabama's a really good team. I'm not trying to take anything from them. I think they're a really dang good football team. But it just sucks that we weren't very competitive in it. No, it definitely sucks. And then I, after halftime, I mentioned in the keys to the game, after halftime I was like, we haven't scored in the past two games in the second half. And this game we we scored seven points. Yeah, it's like we're just Like after halftime, we're just done. Which – I mean, I mentioned on the show, Alabama's going to, if they don't beat you in the first half, they're going to really eat you up with their depth. Oh, yeah. They didn't even have to, though. No, they didn't. They didn't even have to. They eat you, they ate you up with their depth because they wanted to get those guys experience, period. Chris Mann said, uh, where was the blitz at? Yeah, good question, man. I don't know. in the ugly. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's, the, the ugly for me was the secondary. Um, you know, under Pruitt with Derek Ansley and, and for it being, you know, secondary guys, I just think that's inexcusable that they yeah. look like that. I 100% agree And it's not like these guys are freshmen and sophomores. These are all juniors. Schamberger's yeah. a senior. You should have played better yesterday. McCullough's a sophomore. But yeah, it was just bad. It wasn't good. All right, things to fix. What can what gets us back on track for Arkansas? I saw someone mention in the chat they just think Arkansas is going to be a tough game. I don't disagree um, that – they could easily see Tennessee losing. Someone said Bama may be the only win left on Tennessee's schedule. I think that was from an Alabama fan, to be, to be fair. Wait, who I, is? Vandy might be the only Oh, okay. I win thought you said left. Bama. <laughs> what, I, what I do, they were Bama fans, so I oh, think okay. they're being a little facetious. I do think Vandy's the only guaranteed win left on the schedule. Arkansas is not a guaranteed win. Nope. I don't need to say, A&M and Auburn are not guaranteed wins. Like, that, those are not. you. That's going to be a tough test. Um, I'm trying to, who... We have AM, Arkansas, Auburn, Vandy. Do we, who else? Uh AM, Arkansas. AM, Arkansas, Auburn, Vandy. Who's the fifth? Who am I forgetting? It's an East team. Florida. Uh, <laughs> That's why we forgot. Dang it. <laughs> That's why we forgot. Someone yeah, said I, someone I mean, said I wasn't trolling. I don't disagree that it is the 
the only guaranteed win left, but I think you could still beat Auburn. You could still not with the way you played the last three weeks, though. That's the thing. Like the the things that need to get fixed have to get fixed. You could give A and M a run for your money to the point where it's like a couple plays could define that game. Um, I think you could keep it close. Uh, Vandy you should, again, it should be a guaranteed win. Uh, and then, but Vandy's probably the only game, maybe Arkansas, but that's probably the only game you're favored in, right? Florida, if you had asked me before the Kentucky game, I would have said, yeah, the defense, if the offense can improve before December 5th, the then your defense, because your defense is playing really good, and that's the only, you, you've got two of your, the best two units are going up against each other. Mm-hmm. So that keeps the worst team usually in it a little bit. But now I don't have any faith that Florida can be a win. No. And I'm, I, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We got to the bye week. We did. <laughs> Somehow, some way. We made it to the bye week. I mean, I think a, a lot to fix is get get these younger guys ready. I think they're talented. I, I think there's a reason why this team was the a top ten signing class. I think you got to find a way to because because the older guys just aren't cutting it right now. Right. So I mean, at least work work them in where they're pushing those older guys to be better. Right. Um. Because it, it's just. Hasn't happened. I think guys like I, I, I want to see more Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, Jalen Hyatt needs to get some more targets. Yeah, for sure. Jalen Hyatt, Wideman, Callaway, Holiday, Slaughter, Lawrence, Barron. You uh, mentioned Lawrence. I want to ask you about that. Who should we see on the Barron? You mentioned so defensively because I think offensively, outside of JG, I think most have played about as well as they could given the circumstances. I think Jabari Small. Jabari Small looks like he can be that third down back. I mean, he he looks like a guy that can move for. I mean, he can run over somebody. Yeah, Ty Chandler and Eric Gray has improved. They can run over yeah. somebody this year. But you need to find a third and short back, though. You do. <clears throat> How about D Beckwith? Let's see him. Let's see what well, he looks like. You put him. You put him at running back. Seems like for a reason. I wouldn't mind seeing him. But yeah, defensively, Slaughter, Lawrence, Barron, um, Morvin Joseph. I, I think he he's looked good at times. Amari Thomas has looked good at times. So I, they're not. Like, those guys haven't played any worse than the yeah. starters. Yeah, I think there's definitely some guys you can see. Uh thing I mentioned is leadership. Jeremy Pruitt talked about it, and then apparently Bross Thompson may have went on a Instagram rant. Oh, okay. Is that, is that true? Do you know about how yeah. the leadership needs to get fixed? I didn't see that. Um, I don't know if you have any dogs on the team, guys that don't take any crap. I don't think you have any Al Wilsons on the team, player mm-hmm. leaders. Yep. Um, good teams are coach-led. Great teams are player-led. You need players that will not accept anything but the best, or it doesn't matter. Yeah. Co- coaches cannot fix that. Um, that's on the that's on the players, and it, it's going to take somebody stepping up and demanding excellence from everybody around them on the team. The player, um, you you hope it's guys like Trey Smith, um, maybe a Cade Mays. Could he mentioned he's he he know he's known everybody on this team for a while. He's friends with a lot of the guys. He was a great player on another. Like the guys will respect him. Um, that's a guy that's got a lot of experience. Defensively, I mean Henry Toto, guys like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, Bright, I mean Bryce Thompson. You think he's saying there needs to be more leadership? He's a. Uh, you should a be two, one. Yeah, he's a three third year guy now. Been a two year starter. I mean three year starter. I guess technically, he should be one of those guys. Hmm. Yeah. Need to see more from from the leadership aspect. I think that fixes a lot of issues. Yeah. Because <coughs> I mean, like no one shows a bunch of emotion. Right. No one like gets overly excited about stuff. <laughs> I, I think Jalen Hyatt was the only one that was pumped when he scored. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Dude, it doesn't matter." <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
No, it's it's definitely. Um, yeah. Those things need to get fixed or it's going to be a long second half of the year. Yeah. And I don't think it needs to be. I think there's a – you have five games left. I think there's easy three winnable – like games you really have a good chance to win. Yeah. And then after that, I don't think you're necessarily out of the other two. Mm-hmm. Not saying they're none of those are guaranteed wins outside. I think someone said none of, no wins are guaranteed. With Vandy, remember Georgia State. When I say guaranteed, I mean like flat out on your worst day you should still beat them. Yeah. Obviously that's not always the case. Um, but you know it, it's it's a tough world. Some people are saying Pruitt's on the the hot seat. That's not. I just don't think it's the case because the year we in, he just got an extension. It the the wheels would have to fall off the car. Plus the car would have to like the wheels could fall off right now, and if the car is still could be towed somewhere, could be put on a truck bed somewhere and taken. I think you proved still your guy. I'm not saying I agree with that. I just think that is the case. So the car would have to completely blow up within, you know, the the family of four inside of it for Pruitt not to be the guy, I think. Yeah, I mean, he, he's going to be here next year. I don't, at yeah. least the start of next year. So Yeah, and I'm not saying – And he's I, probably going to be here all of next year, no matter really what happens. Yeah, and, and I don't think – I'm not saying that's the right case because I think there are some, some – Things Pruitt needs to get fixed. If he's going to remain the coach overall. I like Pruitt, I'm not saying he should be fired right now. For like, I'm. I don't think. I don't think the way it stands today, Jeremy Pruitt should be fired. Um, I know a lot of people are thinking that, but uh, even that 15-15 record, the same as Butch Jones, I don't think that. I think we're in a better spot than we were in probably 2014, uh, 2015, which would be Butch Jones' year. Um, I think he had and he, some in. But yeah, I mean, Jeremy Pruitt inherited a crap roster. Yeah, so it, it makes it tough, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long road. But Jeremy Pruitt's got to some things that he's got to fix. I think he, I think he and his coaching staff should be looking at the schedule ahead of them, going, man, we have a really, really good chance to get us back on track. There are a lot of games here that people will put us out of that I, I think we really have a good chance in. So. I think yeah. they need to take advantage of that. And I mean you, you can you can sell that, hey, we did it last year. Well, let's put <laughs> yeah, together a run. You absolutely could. Yeah. But I, I think another thing it. you gotta sell is you know, recruiting. And I, I think creativity on offense is gonna help sell to a quarterback. You know, specifically the one that was in attendance yesterday, right. Toss Simpson. Um Eventually you're not gonna be able to tell freshmen again. You know, in your first year you can tell them, Hey, if you want to start <clears throat> come play here, that stops selling after a while. Right. And I, that, that's another thing. I just don't get, like, Pruitt's being so adamant. Like, hey, if you're not the guy, like, you're getting out, I'll, I'll play it. I'm not scared to play a freshman. Right. And but it just seems like this year it's just a different – and I know the season's different and practice was different, contact tracing and, and COVID, but there just seems like a lot of talent on that roster that's not being Yeah, utilized. and then, again, everybody's having to deal with that, so that makes it – that's not a valid excuse. Right. Uh, and then also, I you know, people have mentioned about how they want to see Winky go, or maybe people have even mentioned Chaney go, and things like that. My only fear of that is he's already seen a lot of assistant coaches go, so I'd like to see some more consistency. Yeah, you, you've. I'm not saying Winky doesn't need to go or needs to go, but it's like, at what point is firing coaches helping you or hurting you? You can't go through coordinator after coordinator after coordinator. That's proven it does not work. But also, I mean, even position coaches, you want to hang on <coughs> to a little bit. I think that's kind of been – You can't keep paying buyouts. That, and then, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Saban's gotten – teams have got worse or anything, but I think it's clear that Saban took a little bit of a hit when he saw those couple of years of revolving doors to where he had this well-oiled machine that was going and going, and then he kind of had to rework some structure how he did things. So I, I think that you need to find some consistency there. Yeah. Um, which we'll see. I mean, we'll see if that happens. Someone said, do you think bowl eligibility is possible? 
Vols are bowl eligible already, baby. Okay? Bingo. Um, Tennessee will not be in a bowl game unless they win, I think, at least four games. And I say that because I think a lot of bowls will still want Tennessee to come and play there. Yeah. But they have to win at least four games. Yep. I don't know what the cutoff this year for most teams. So, I guess it depends on, like, how many five, six-man teams are in front of them. But I think if they win four, they'll probably be playing in a bowl. So, it's not... I thought everybody was bowl eligible. Everyone's bowl eligible. They still invite. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, the bowls still... Now, certain bowls have to go to winners of of conferences, and certain bowls have to go to certain conferences first. But they do the inviting. Mm -hmm. So, we'll see. I don't know. We'll, We'll see. Something I have, I want Tennessee to have some swagger. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of it, man. We just don't. No, it doesn't seem. I feel like we haven't had that in a while. Like since like, 2016. The last time we had guys that just had swagger to them. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like I'm gonna knock your helmet off and then I'm gonna dance about it after. <laughs> I want some of that back. Maybe not swagger 15 yard nice. penalties, but I I just want some like. I don't know, just something to get. Crowd go. Confidence. Yeah. Need some confidence. Yep. Need some. Um, someone said Eric Dickerson already told you about Winky. What were his comments about Winky? Did I miss that? Was uh, it recently? I'm not, I'm not, he, he, he told me? Told. Eric Dickerson just told oh. everyone, I think. He said something about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying don't fire Chris Winky. It's just like you fired a lot of people. A lot of people have left the program. Chris Winky has been recruiting guys, so that's that's a dangerous game too. When you have guys that are deep in recruitments and you get rid of them, you, you probably lose a lot. Yeah. So I know he's in with Ty Simpson. Um, I know he had a hand in, in bringing Caden Salter here. Jim Chaney right. did as well. So if you're getting rid of those guys, you're probably losing out on those guys too. Uh, yeah, exactly. And someone mentioned winning creates swagger and confidence, but you also got to have some confidence to win some ball games too. So like you gotta. You it definitely got to meet that somewhere because last year Ole Miss had a had a player crawl through the end zone and pee on a field goal post. Ole Miss sitting in a winning football program, and they also got beat that game. Yep. And that dude had enough swagger to do it. So I'm just saying, yes, I understand that it's easy to have that swagger when you win, but you also got to find a fine line where you still walk into games going, we're going to win this game, even when you're losing. Yeah, I don't want anybody dog peeing on. <laughs> it's not the kind of swagger I'm talking about. Yeah, well, but the swagger enough to celebrate. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, like when you score a touchdown, <laughs> be pumped up. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that we definitely need a little bit. We, we need a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, I think leadership comes with that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you want to you want to see some guys get get fired up. Uh, so someone mentioned that it was about Eric Dickerson said he just recruits really. Is that what I saw? He recruits really well. I don't remember, but if that's what he said, then yeah, I agree. I think the Ty Simpson thing is probably why he's he's bought himself some more time. Yeah, who was on campus unfortunately yesterday mm-hmm. and Kentucky. Ooh, yikes, yikes! Don't like that. He was wearing Tennessee stuff. So. He was. Who impressed you? Who impressed me? Um, I think JG, and, and you know if we're looking at. You know the, the balls he threw, not turn the football over, not get not taking sacks. I, I think JG impressed me yesterday. I think Josh Palmer impressed me. Yeah, um, he continues to be one of the few playmakers on that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Hyatt, obviously, I, I just think he's a totally different receiver than we've had in a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With the speed, Absolutely. 
Um, Spragans, he just has like a nasty streak to him. Like he just like he'll bury somebody in the dirt and like get in their face and tell them. He, how I he loved how he looked like kind of a Trey Smith guy who's just really he, aggressive. He'll be the first one to move the pile. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I thought Darnell Wright played well, and I. I'm gonna give Trayvon Flowers. I know he didn't help a ton. He didn't drop picks. Um, didn't you know was beat a couple times, but I think all in all, he probably had the best game in the secondary. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that. Um, I think the only person I would mention outside of that is Princeton Font. I like the way he played. I think potentially gives you something else going into Arkansas week to another threat potentially, and he definitely helped in the run game more than he has up to this point. Yep. So I'll, I'll give him the. Uh, I think well. Jacob Warren had a big block. Jacob Warren, he was downfield. Kick out for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he. I don't think the right one then. Okay. I think he had a block downfield too. That was okay. pretty pretty big. So, uh, uh, yeah, but I think maybe you just get some more options to tie in. That helps your offense. Yeah. Maybe helps your quarterback too. So, um, okay. Well, that's all I got. I, I, I got to ask a question. I've seen it pop up a couple times in chat. It's obviously going to be a famous Twitter topic uh, this week with Greg Schiano winning his first game at Rutgers in pretty. Uh, you know, demanding fashion. So I gotta ask. I think I know how you feel. What? How? How are? How should Tennessee fans be feeling about that? Who cares? That's kind of what I'm thought. <laughs> like he's gonna he's gonna lose more games than he wins. Who did they? Who did they beat? Michigan State. Oh, cool. They got a first year head coach. So I don't really care. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm not. Whatever. Yeah, I think first off, if one game, is it, it's the first game of the season. We we all saw crazy stuff on that first week. We'll we'll see if he can keep it up. Yeah, I was gonna say Michael Leach won his first right. week too <laughs> against the defending national championship. So I defending champion. I have some questions. I'm gonna read some Pruitt comments. Oh God, okay. from after the game, and you tell me kind of what your thoughts. We don't have to go deep into it. Just kind of initial right. thoughts. Um, so, Bruce says, these young guys are not there yet. They have to earn the right to play. On, the older guys haven't earned it yet either, so let them play at least later in the second half. Yep. Yeah, they, they should have played sooner. Um, he's And this is the, the sideline one. I was on the other side of the... On the other side, on the other sideline three years ago, it may not show on the scoreboard, but I can assure the gap is closing. He's right. It doesn't show on the scoreboard. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I'm, but like, that's where you see the gap. Yeah, is on the scoreboard. Yeah. So I mean, maybe from a talent standpoint, maybe. I, I, I still, think we can all agree that the roster is in a better place than it was three years. Right, ago. but going back to his first comment, if you look back and you go, well, look at the guys I've got back here. They're really talented, just as talented as those guys over there. But the difference is, is those guys over there are playing, and these guys aren't because apparently they haven't earned it. Right. So how much is the gap really closing? Yeah. So it kind of goes back on his other other. Yeah, and if you're not developing guys, how are you closing that gap? Yeah. So I don't know. Um, one more. <clears throat> we have not played very well in the secondary for five games. I agree. Put totally the nail agree. on the head there, Germ. And that's got to be on you, right? Yeah, I mean it, it's not. It, you can't use that excuse like. Oh, we just haven't gotten where we came with the roster. This is your third year, and those are guys you recruited. Yeah. I know you had to kind of put that class together, but it's still guys you recruited and have played for three years. Right. Also, uh, someone mentioned, Pruitt needs to stop with the COVID excuse. <clears throat> yes, because number one, we all know 
that it's going to be a different year because of COVID. But you're still getting your ass kicked by Alabama. You're still getting your ass kicked by Georgia. And then one thing that's changed is you got your ass kicked by Kentucky. Yep. So quit. That's the only thing that's changed. That's it. Nothing else is – it's not affected. Yeah, and, and they maybe missed some time. But, yeah, your roster, even on – like like you said, Kentucky's one of those games, even on a bad day, you still should yeah. beat them. Yeah, someone said it, it's usually cyclical. Usually, but Bama seemed to be on the up for a while, and Tennessee seemed to be on the down. I, I, you just really you do not want those you know those waves to start getting longer and longer. I mean that it'll kill you'll you'll be farther behind, and mm-hmm. you just every year you're falling farther and farther behind, and it's you're not guaranteed that up wave to stretch long. So you got to take advantage. You cannot. Sitting those down years for a long time, and if you and also want that gap to close, you got to prove that you know you, you got to sell something to recruit. Also, Jeremy said in December or January that it was gonna be the decade of the balls. <laughs> I guess he counts decades starting <coughs> one because yeah, this shit. is an asterisk year. Someone said cyclical is not twenty years, and we're sneaking up on twenty years. So we need to do something about it quick. Yep, quick. I hope you guys. Hey guys, come back Wednesday. I've had fun with these guys in the chat. They're doing a good job. Is that on YouTube? Yeah, they're throwing up a lot of good stuff. I like it. Come back Wednesday at 6.30. We'll see you all then. Oh, man. This is this is tough. Yeah, I, I so, agree. It somebody, is typical. It somebody is. did mention in in the Facebook chat, um, should be 4-1, this is Tennessee, and is unacceptable. I think that's, like, some fans are still holding on to, like, this is Tennessee, but I, I feel like if you – Want your program to be there? You got to be like, you know, this is this is Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. You and we have the history, but we need to get back to that winning culture, and, and we just don't have. And that's the swagger you got to find. That's the confidence you got to find. Is that, you know, you like you said, it, this is Tennessee. This is the expectation we have, and you just you have whether you you believe it or not. You need to say it enough to where you start believing it. Yeah. I think uh, Matthew Butler had a good quote. I'm going to see if I can find that real quick. Well, all those guys talk about it while they come to Tennessee. They talk about it. Like, this is the team we knew growing, you know, whatever. Well, now they're getting to that age. Growing up is gonna has been the decade of dysfunction. You can get that book on Amazon at Martin Nagy. Um, yeah, it's... So Matthew Butler says, um, Alabama has a winning culture we have a winning history. That's the difference. Yeah, you got to find the winning culture. Winning history is not enough. Yep, you got to find a winning culture. Jeremy Pruitt's got to do a better job of instilling the winning culture in this program. The players have got to do a better job of instilling a winning culture. Someone said three and two should be. I agree. Four and one's tough. Uh, Georgia's having one of their best years since 1980. Um, <laughs> they even put the patch on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think three and two. You're three and two. You may be even looking at this and going. You should have played better against uh, Alabama. Should have played better in, in the second half against Georgia. But at least those are teams that you're not more talented than. Whereas Kentucky, you were more talented than. So yeah, at least three and two, I agree. And then you you would like to be in those other games. You'd like to close that gap. You need to close that gap. Right. You ready for college football recap? Let's get away from two. Let's make fun of some other teams. What other bad losses were there this week? We'll start in. Uh, I think the, we have we have a question. Okay, yeah, I'll take that real quick. So yeah, let's get that before we. Put this game behind rear view, baby. For good. Put in yeah. the rear view. Where's it at? 
My fantasy team sucks too. That's a real struggle. I think I'm winning right now. You lo- are you losing right now? Both my leagues, I'm losing. In, in fairness, in our league, I had to. <clears throat> I have all my running back except for one are on buys, and they're good running backs, so I'm not going to drop them for a bye week. So, so Bill Bill Peak eighty nine says, why is Pruitt afraid to play Bailey when other schools are playing freshmen that rank below him? Playing like seniors and Vols have a senior playing like a freshman. Man, it's a good question. I mean, Graham Hurts at, I think it's Graham Mertz, sorry, at uh, at Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. Good Lord. How did, 20 for 21? How does that happen? I can't imagine Bailey would have done <clears throat> worse than, and I'm not saying JG did bad, but worse than JG yesterday the way you called the game. No, I agree. So. I agree. I just don't get it. Call a game like that, then. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. If if throwing it throwing it deep is working, just and throw it deep. Do more. that. Good I, Lord, throw it deep more. Shoot, if we're gonna punt anyway, I'd rather just taking some shots doing it. Shots, you say? <laughs> there was some flowing yesterday. Thankfully, I don't know if I would have made it. <laughs> I would have had a freaking heart attack. Every every vol game, I get a notification on my watch. It looks like you're working out. <laughs> My heart rate's yeah. the freaking roof. Nope, just watching Tennessee yeah, football. Definitely got a high blood pressure. Right? Yeah, twenty five. You're twenty five too, right? Yeah, you are. You are. I was there for your birthday. Yeah. Uh, someone said it's a process. Fall nation get back to dominating lower tier teams in the SEC and not losing to lower tier non conference teams. Then build off that. That is going to take a lot of time to build. I just feel like in year three, the way I don't disagree. I mean, that yes, that's where it has to start. You have to dominate the lower tier teams first. I agree with what you're saying. I just feel like in year three. You shouldn't lose to Kentucky thirty-four to seven. One hundred percent. You should beat them, even if it's close game. You should beat them at home too. Yes, at home. But I don't disagree with the sentiment of what you're saying. Um, so starting the SEC, speaking of Kentucky, they drop one to a not great Missouri team. Their, their only goal is to win the Sun Belt this year, and they're looking good doing that. Twenty to ten over Kentucky. Auburn. Auburn is the luckiest football team I've ever seen. Bo Nix did start playing better yesterday. Ole Miss, Lane Train, drops this one 35-28. That was a <coughs> horrible special team showing. It was a horrible last two plays. Yes. If anyone mentions any Auburn Ole Miss kicker, and I know it wasn't all the kickers' faults or punters' faults, they should not, by default because of that game, no special teams award should ever be handed out to either of those teams for the rest of history. <laughs> Period. Ever. LSU and South Carolina. LSU 52 South Carolina 24. We mentioned that um, South Carolina could be in this game, but, man, LSU just did not let up. They played really solid. I was pretty impressed, honestly. What was the final score of that? 52-24. to 24. Yep. And then you mentioned uh, Graham Mertz. Someone else just said. They started another quarterback, too. LSU did, didn't they? Do what now? They started another quarterback. LSU, yeah, they started. Uh, I think he's a redshirt freshman. He might okay. be a true freshman. He's a freshman. Gotcha. Like, it's his first year playing. <coughs> I just don't gotcha. know which way. Someone mentioned Mertz, and I'll talk about that game. Mertz uh, had a positive COVID, is the rumor. Yeah, apparently. And he's looking at a 21-day absence if confirmed. So He had COVID and went 20 for 21? <laughs> and we're throwing pick sixes? J- JG with that shit. Um, hey, just just have him reach out to Nick Saban. He'll tell him how to, to beat COVID in a matter of days. He'll be, he'll be fine. So someone, this is a take I find interesting. We're in a better place than where we were, but Kentucky loss is unacceptable. Um, but we went from zero conference wins in 17 to five in year two. 
That's a that's <clears throat> the regret. Like Pruitt just has it on a roller coaster, and then you, the yes, the Kentucky loss is unacceptable. You're absolutely right. No, I agree. I, th- I think it, it goes. It looks like what you have on the field. It's inconsistency. And the loss, Kentucky, too, because losses are always done like this. They just get painted in a terrible light, and they should. Your job as a coach is to win and lose. No one gives a crap what the score is if you win. No one cares. So you just got to be better. That's, yeah. that's it. You got to be better. And Tennessee fans, and right, rightfully so, thought we were past getting beat by teams we should be. Right. Yeah. Some, yeah. I And someone said Kentucky's the worst loss that Georgia, or Georgia State won hurt. I think that Kentucky loss felt, it felt a lot worse to me, too. So I agree. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin. God, let's stop talking about Okay. God, I just hate I As a Tennessee fan, I hate it. I appreciate y'all want to talk about it. <laughs> Let's make fun of some other teams. <laughs> I hate it. it. Stop it. Leave Pruitt alone. Uh, number 14, Wisconsin, with a true freshman quarterback, beats Illinois. 45-7. That was on Friday night. A little Friday night lots action. Clemson did not cover, but beat them 47, beat Syracuse 47-21. to Syracuse had it interesting for a moment. I think uh, right, up there, right there at the half, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think they brought it within seven, right as the second half started. Up until the fourth quarter, so it was twenty four to seventeen. Sorry, twenty four to twenty one. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's not right. It was at one point twenty four to twenty one, and then Clemson scored in the third quarter. Yeah, it was thirty four twenty one the start of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Okay, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, 5-0. 45 to 3 over Pitt. Pitt did not look good. Good God. They got beat. Oh, yeah. Ian Book threw that one up and like everybody from Pitt just like yeah. fell down. Thankfully, it made our secondary look pretty solid. Uh number five, Ohio State over Nebraska. 52 to 17. Credit to Nebraska. Looked decent in this first half. Mm-hmm. I think they just might have gotten beat by depth. And town. Like the the I think they just got wore out. Yeah. I thought they played pretty good in the first half. I agree. Uh, Oklahoma State, looking like they might be a college football playoff. A college football playoff is what I mean. <laughs> right. Um, Indiana, we mentioned that. Indiana over number eight, Penn State. Do you think they'd get in over Georgia? Let, let's let's start this conversation. Would they get over? Would they get in over a one-loss Georgia team? Conference champion, yeah. Unless Georgia was a conference champion. So they wouldn't be if they were one loss. So then Alabama would get booted. Um, yeah, possibly. I don't think they'll at this rate. I doubt they'll be two SEC teams in. Just the way it lined up, I doubt okay. it. it. It depends. I, I think Oklahoma State will lose the game, though. Yeah, I think they'll lose the game, so I don't think it'll matter. Um, Indiana thirty-six over number eight Penn State thirty-five. Controversial ending there. We both said call on the field probably has to stand. Yeah, I agree. probably can't overturn that. Um, Cincinnati number nine. I'll, I'll say this: Penn State. If you want to say they shouldn't have counted. Well, you shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. Fair. Good point. Can't leave it up to the officials. Right. Uh, number nine, Cincinnati, 42. Number 16, SMU, 13. Cincinnati, are they a playoff team? Someone picked them. I can't remember who it was. Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard picked them. Yeah, what a moron. So do they get in, yeah, over, get in over one loss, Georgia? No way. No way. There's no way. Uh, number 11, Miami, 19. Virginia, 14. They Miami, it's just hilarious. A, the best ACC teams can't keep up with Clemson. No. UNC, Miami, it doesn't matter. Not even close. Number 12, BYU, 52, Texas State, 14. BYU, they won't play anybody significant this year. 
So they can't even. That sucks. They won't get into the college football playoff. They play, I think, Boise State is their toughest game. So an MWC team. Yeah. They won't get in. They'll be undefeated and won't get in. Probably fair. Probably yeah, got to schedule somebody. Right. Well, they couldn't. Right. Sucks so. to be independent. Yeah. Number 14, <laughs> North Carolina, 48. Number 23, NC State, 21. That was a good game up till halftime. North Carolina just ran what? with it. I mean, good Lord. Speaking of inconsistency, look at North Carolina last week and look at them this week. Yep. Yep. Same house, too small. <laughs> number 18, Michigan, 49. Number 21, Minnesota, 24. That was an axe rivalry. That was the ones that broke the trophy, so I don't know if they still hand it out. Oh, okay. Yeah, classic axe rivalry. <laughs> They broke it with – oh, the axe was ago. a trophy. Yeah. That'd be it, funny if they got an axe and broke the trophy. That would be funny. I think the, the axe, axe was like – I think it was a pretty big trophy and the axe was like a part of it and that trophy got broken when Minnesota beat Michigan for the first time in like 10 years. During the celebration, Minnesota Worth broke it. it. <laughs> Michigan looked pretty good though. I'll they did. They did. Uh, number 23, Wake – or sorry. Wake Forest, 23, over number 19, Virginia Tech, 16 – and then old poor old Les Miles didn't travel with the team because of COVID last week, and he's uh, this week looked like he may not have been there either. Number twenty, Kansas State, fifty-five over Kansas, fourteen. Yeah, the team did not show up with him. No, someone said they could see BYU just getting in because of the Zach Wilson hype train. I just man, that the, would be if the, I'm UCF, I would be pissed. Oh, the the kid's good, but yeah, he's definitely not getting even. A non-conference one-loss Georgia team gets in over BYU. So. I think they're number fourteen right now. So that like people are okay, number twelve. So people are accounting for the people they're playing. Right. The voters are um, number twenty-two. Marshall twenty over Florida Atlantic nine. Coastal Carolina, the shots, baby. Can make it in the shots. <laughs> I hope so. Keeping it alive, baby. Five and zero. Oh. They would beat Missouri in the Sun Belt <laughs> championship. I know it. Guarantee it. Sign seal delivered. Do it. They're not I love gonna, it. They're not really going to play anybody either. They no. play Georgia State next week. Then <laughs> <laughs> they, they not? Oh, they play Georgia Southern this week. Sorry. Yeah, I just looked at that. I mean, I think that game got rescheduled. That's why I'm thinking they played. Okay. Um, good news. Tennessee coach Jeff Brom beat Iowa this week, twenty-four to twenty. Good for them. <laughs> uh, when are we gonna? Are we gonna see. have to pay his buyout if he gets fired too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if I got any other interesting ones. See who the Pac-12 played this week. Who cares? <laughs> they don't play. They didn't play. <laughs> Are they coming back? I think so. Are they? I guess I can check real quick. I don't know when. Yeah, it's like seems too late now. Oh yeah, they're they're coming back. I don't know when. See, so we're in week eight right now. I think they come back week ten. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna play like four games. They come back week ten. <laughs> and they're probably gonna get a. Does a, a four-win Oregon team get in over you Georgia? Gotta ask, you got to ask the question. you got to ask the question. Oh, Lord. Uh, that's awesome. a joke. Love it. Love it, baby. I love it, baby. If UGA loses to Bama in the SEC Conference game and Pac-12, Big 12 champs both have one loss, I could see BYU getting in. Okay. But BYU's not going to get in over Cincinnati. You, mm, I mean, I feel like their opponents are the same. No? Who's Coastal Carolina's coach? No, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were... No, no, no. I'm, someone mentioned that he has East Tennessee ties. Um, Jimmy Caldwell. I don't know who that is. Let's, let's see what his East Tennessee ties are. Cincinnati beat Army. They beat so S- BYU, SMU. Or BYU beat Navy. Sorry. 
SMU, that's two ranked opponents. They, they got to play UCF, ECU, Houston, Memphis. They're in a better. They have better opponents than BYU. Interesting. I well, still don't see either one of them. I don't know why we're talking about it because neither <laughs> one of them are going to get. Well, in. I mean, if enough teams lose, you never know. Right? <laughs> and then the Pac-12 only plays four games. <laughs> you know, you just never know. You just never know. Uh, I can't find any info on Jimmy Caldwell, so I don't know. It says the Pac-12 will play seven games, but they won't be done in time to have a conference bid or a playoff bid. So that's that's the issue. Mm. Well, I mean, if if you're getting re- recruited by Pac-12 teams, if that doesn't tell you that that conference does not care about sports, there there it is laid out, right in green crayon. Jamie Caldwell, not Jimmy Caldwell. I'm an idiot. Um, that's the Coastal Coach. Did you see their locker room celebration? It was going to be my most important this week. Did you see it? No. It was like a WWE locker room celebration. The guy was like, and in this corner, wait in at. And it was like the Georgia Southern Eagle. They came in and like put him on a table and came off a ladder. Oh, it was oh, awesome. Dude. It was electric. An electric. It was a lot of work. Maybe too much buildup, but I loved it. I loved it. It was awesome. Uh, anything else for this week in college football? Um, that's it, I guess. Let's, let's get to the bye week. We need the bye week. We, we need, need it. Bad. Let's win the bye week. I would love to win the bye week. I don't know if we've won one in a while. I feel like we, we've we done pretty good since Jeremy Pruitt's been here. We haven't really necessarily nothing, lost the bye yeah, week. Nothing too serious. Right. Fair. Fair. Um, okay, do you have anything for – or do you want to mention some box scores in high school football? We don't have highlights today. Yeah. Um. But, Yeah. <clears throat> Um, so the first one I'll stick with is Maryville McMinn County. Maryville had like twelve players out due to COVID, and they won twenty-one to two. Yeah, and the two was scored in the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, I mean that that just goes to show you how dominant that program is at Maryville. I, th- I think whatever they're doing over there, Jim Cheney just needs to go and just be like, "Hey, what are y'all doing to get not so great athletes like get the most out of them? Yeah, someone mentioned that the guy from I don't know if it's oh Coastal's coach. Okay, so Jamie Caldwell, Coastal Carolina's coach, graduated from Anderson County. Okay, yeah, that's the AC guy. Yeah, there you go. and he loves fireworks. That's why it was so electric. Yeah, exactly, they love the interest. <laughs> okay, and he coached at East Tennessee State where he also played. So, okay, yeah, there you go. I should have read farther into his into his bio. I didn't get there far enough. Um, then Catholic played West. West had a lot of players out for COVID, including their starting quarterback. You mentioned though Catholic and uh, Caden Martin. Caden Martin. Um, I'm blanking on Tommy Winton. Look good. Yeah. So maybe they're back on track. <clears throat> Thirty-five to seven. But they may have already <coughs> been eliminated from the playoffs. I think they have. Yeah, mathematically. So that sucks. Yep. Because they didn't play a lot of games this year either. That's tough. Yep. Um, the Gibbs. Gibbs and Carter, man, that was a surprising score. Fifty-five to six, Gibbs takes that one. I think they play Central next week, and if Gibbs beats Central, then South Dole wins the district. If Central wins, they win the district. Oh, I thought South Dole already won. No, because they have won. I thought they already won when Halls beat Central. That was their only loss in the mm. district. Gotcha. See so, yeah. up. Gotcha. They're not called districts anymore. They're regions. Regions. Sorry. Yeah, district region. <coughs> you get it. Yeah. You get potato. Uh, CAK beat Grace 48 21. Um, Anderson County. 
mentioned Fire that one. show. Yeah, the show. Good Lord. I didn't think it was enough. How much money they spend? Is that like all their... They like do... I think it's all donated. Okay. still. Because I, I was thinking like... They, someone, they're doing car washes just for the entrances. Someone spent that money. Yeah. I didn't think it was enough. I thought they could have done a lot more. I was pretty disappointed actually. Maybe Jamie, Jamie Caldwell is just... <laughs> Putting in a pretty penny for those the, the fireworks shows. I, I didn't think it was enough, personally. Uh, they beat Anderson County 43-14. Anderson County beat East Hamilton 43-14. Some people were commenting, and they were like, so they won, right? <laughs> you <laughs> they, can't do that and lose. Right. No, no, no. They got to. <laughs> got to. Um, then Central beat South Duel 27-19. Uh, there was some more in here. Oh, Science Hill over Dobbins Bennett, 31-21. Science Hill struggled this year, right? Yeah. They got beat by Elizabeth. And, and Dobbins Bennett's had a pretty good year, right? Yeah. And then Oak Ridge and Powell was a really good game. 28-27. You give them Friday. Yeah, Oak Ridge. Are they? That's a team you figured to get back on track, did they? It looks like Just it. Just before the playoffs? It looks like it. Um, Halls beat Sevier County 35-21. I think that's... Oh, Boys Kings Academy. 28 over Chattanooga Grace. Zero. Um, Kings Academy. State champs. Ride it. You heard it here first. This is the podcast that said it first. State champs. I love it. And then the musket bowl. That's uh, Daniel Boone and Chucky Doak. Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett uh, won that one 20 to 14 over Daniel Boone. Um, that was the one where they had that big fight. Big brawl a couple years ago. Yeah. It was, it was nasty. Awesome. Like, helmet's fine. Look, I, I, I want to see, see more of that. I'm not rooting for it, but, man, it was a good video. I watched that video several times. Because <laughs> yeah. every time you can find something crazier than the last happening. It's it's like the Mike Leach. Like, it, it's it's good to see that from afar. Yeah, you do you not. Don't, you don't want that in your program, but, man, it's cool to see when it's not. <laughs> um, then Elizabeth and me, Sullivan South, 42-14. to 14. Fair get over Hardin Valley, 42-7. to 7. I think that's kind of it. Oh, um, Life. Who did they? Yeah, Life Christian Academy in Virginia, who um, Aaron Willis, a Tennessee linebacker commit, plays for, beat McCauley 24-16. Dang. All right. Do we have any more questions? I haven't had any, seen any in uh, either chat yet. I, I have one more that we had earlier this week, and I said I'd get to it on Sunday. Okay. So, Christopher Nichols. He says, so even though I'm a new listener, three episodes, he says, I love the work. Yeah. New listener. I love it. He says, I love the work y'all do. So keep it up. One thought about UT. If the quarterback play continues playing horribly, I would let Winky go and let Chaney, who has been OC quarterback coach as at his previous stops, coach saves money too. thoughts. I just think we kind of covered that a little bit. I just think it's, you probably need a, Quarterback coach, I think Josh Dobbs didn't have one. I think he really could have benefited mm-hmm. benefited from one. Yep. And I'm not going to put like JG hasn't gotten worse. No, per and, se, he hasn't really gotten a ton better. Right. But I don't know how much of that is the offense. How much of that is Chris Winkie? I don't. I just don't know. Last year, the offensive line was struggling, and. I think Pruitt said it in a presser. He's like, Jim Chaney's going to go and really spe- like really specialize with those guys, work with those guys. That's where his a lot of his attention is going to go. I think this year, with the struggle of the quarterback, it should be Jim Chaney is going to focus a lot. Keep, I'm not saying fire Winky. 
he is going to put a lot of his attention in the quarterback room. That's where he's going to be, spend most of his time. I think, yeah, absolutely. I'm not, again, you're on the right track, I think. I just don't like, definitely not two coordinators in a season. Or two uh, assistants in a season. Right. In the middle of the season. No. But I think, I think uh, Cheney should see where the issues are coming from, and he needs to step into the quarterback room more often mm-hmm. and be really help those guys. Whatever's missing, he's got to try. He's the OC. He's got to. He's got to do it. Now, at the end of the season, they want to make a change at that. Yeah, then do it. Yeah, all means. But, but I think Cheney's got to focus his attention there. That's yeah. where it's, that's where it's needed. But I mean, Jer- Jeremy Pruitt's adamant. Kind of, if you're a good recruiter, you're probably going to be around. Mm-hmm. Vol for Life, nineteen ninety eight. Said start HB the rest of the year. I don't hate it, but I think JG at least won one more week last this past Saturday. So. Yep. Not saying it's wrong. Maybe right, maybe the bye week helps. I don't I don't maybe, know. Maybe somebody gets ahead of somebody in the bye. But week. I, I feel like if, if they actually thought Harrison Bailey was going to play against Arkansas, he probably would have played when my when Brown Mauer played. I think so too. So I think so too. But it's just I just don't. I, apparently, Brian Maurer earned it this week in practice, but last week he didn't even get an opportunity. Right. So, I just don't get it. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say this. If Harrison Bailey starts and wins Tennessee four games in the back half of the season, I will buy my first pair of Crocs. Croc man. So, Harrison Bailey, you hear that? So He'll let win me, us four let games. Me, let me ask Crocs. you this. So, if he starts you know, playing a lot more freshmen and there's a big kind of – uptick in production you're scoring a lot more points and stuff like that do you think they're afraid <laughs> not afraid of that but do you think they're like people are gonna be pissed that we didn't play them sooner if you want if you care more about being right than you do winning you're gonna do a lot of losing and you're rarely gonna be right sure do what it takes to win. good point do what it takes to win yep people <laughs> people will forgive you if you're winning games yep in fact, I, if Pruitt stood up right now and he was like, "I think I've, you know, I think we're going to give him a chance," you know, win or lose, we'll see what happens. And he's wrong. If he walked in that press and was like, "I don't care, I was wrong, we won though," I'm like, "Yeah, I agree, coach." Bust out the cigars, we just beat Alabama. <laughs> like I think if he, I would respect him if he was like, "I, yeah, this is what I saw in practice," but it's just not, you know, give Harris Mayer a chance. If you're right, cool, you're right. What did you lose on Saturday by right. playing him? starting him, whatever it was, why not give him a chance? But like I said, if you care more about being right than winning, you're going to be wrong a lot and you're not going to win. Yep, I agree. So, should have given him a chance, I think. Someone said start Brian. I thought, I really thought Tennessee could have paid off by starting Brian Maurer because of the energy he brings to the team that not a single quarterback has brought besides him. He had a, a rush for 15 yards. I think Brian Maurer brings a swagger. That Tennessee needs on offense. I know he's not a great quarterback, but if we could, if we could have both a great quarterback and swagger, I'd take it. But right now, all we got is swagger. Give it to him and let's try it. Yeah, let's try it out. I agree. And I would have liked to see seen Harrison Bailey on Saturday too. But I mean, if you're not going to trust JG, you're not going to trust Brian. I don't know. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Whatever. Um. Okay. So we got all our questions. I don't have any more in here. Segments. Most important of the week. Most important. Hey, I got my man Andy Bowser. Andy Bowser, spitting bars like Dr. Seuss on Barstool. Barstool Andy. Hey, friend of the pod, you're welcome on here anytime. <laughs> you got to unblock me on Twitter first, and then you're welcome on here anytime. Okay? 
I really wanted to smoke that cigar. Ah, dude, I would have loved to smoke a cigar on Saturday. I should have just done it in it. Like, not the not my Alabama cigar, but a cigar. Um, my do I have another? Oh, most important. Uh, I know Coach O isn't doing a lot of winning on the field this season, but he's doing a lot of winning on the field or off the field this season. Dude, credit to him. Um, he has taken a lesson from his good friend Lane Kiffin, and apparently he's just hanging around campus more often. Well. Maybe not campus, but the bars around campus more often. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. I good, mean, for, hey, good for Ed. Oh, he's single, man. Yeah. Li- live your life and, uh, you know, find your happiness. He, he's single. You, I know. you want a natty? Just, he's still celebrating. Yeah, it, exactly. You, you hit the nail on the head. Still celebrating. Um, so my most important is Graham Mertz. First career start. First career start. Freshman. Freshman. Um, he went 14 for 14, 190 yards, four touchdowns in the first half. So, perfect. Can't ask for anything better. Tennessee's going to find one. He, he ended the game uh, 20 for 21. I don't remember how many yards he had, but he had five touchdowns. So, just oh, just Ooh. a solid game. You got some, you got some music for Graham Hurts? Yeah, Graham Hurts is just <laughs> striking up the band. Oh, he ended with 248 yards. So, Fre- I, I do want to point out freshman. Freshman. Just point it out. No biggie. Freshman. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all my most important. Um, hey, is Tennessee back? Colin Coward's talking about Tennessee now. No. <laughs> I think you have to ask. I think we've learned from the Texas thing that we're just not going to say we're back. Even if we are, we're not going to say <laughs> Even though we do start this podcast out by saying the balls are back. <laughs> We didn't say it. Yeah, that's just an electric quote. <laughs> we didn't we don't say it. we don't we don't say it. I never we don't said it. we don't think it. We're just trying to speak it into existence. I never said it. My man, my man, Phil Former said it. Yeah, fail the week. Uh, I actually have some oh, more most important. More? Okay, okay. Um, when did the Dolphins play? They already played today. Uh, I think they were a four p.m. game, weren't they? I can look real quick. Because Tua got his first start. Oh yes, he did. Did you see? I feel bad for Fitz. Did you see when they went back on the field? Because he got to play in the yeah. in the game previous. He was just sitting out there. Yeah, I was like, hey, in man, full uniform. Could have taken your pads off. <laughs> it's kind of cool, but you could take your pads off. No one would judge you. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't. I don't like how they did it with Ron Fitzpatrick. Dude, I just think it was kind of. Well, I don't think it was. A, I mean, I guess it's the Dolphins' fault, but who leaks that info? What dicks? I don't know. The person who who told Adam Scheffner, I don't even know who broke it. F that guy, though. Not no. Adam Scheffner, the guy who leaked it. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find him. They don't even play this week? He got named the starter and they didn't even play this week? Right. <laughs> Did they not? No, they played. I can't find the score, though. Probably because they lost, is what that means. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have any more most importance? Most importance? I don't. It's all I got. Fail of the week. Fail of the week. Uh, my first one's Odell Beckham getting banned from... Did I use this already, stupidity? I think I did. Dang it. He got banned from the facility, though. From LSU's facility for two years. After. Yeah, that, that's what you, that was your stupidity. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll give him a fail. It, it, he's an idiot. Handing out $100 bills in front of cameras and then... 
LSU stupid for even. They should have just not denied it from the get go. I think he got hurt today and like left the game, so I don't mm, know how serious well, that is. So karma's a yeah, just rough time for uh, for OBJ. Maybe he'll get pooped on later. <laughs> Some people may not understand that. <laughs> He's getting pooped on on and off the field. Um. One yeah. of mine is the Lakers bench. Did you see this? I guess no. this isn't necessarily a fail, but it's No, it's but funny. can we talk about how they play the Rams at they don't play the Ram they play the Rams next week. Who does? The Dolphins. So they named two of the starter on a bye week. On a Monday of the bye week. So tomorrow we might get some news that somebody else is the starter. You might. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying you won't. I doubt it, but yeah. <laughs> Um, wouldn't that be that would be the most Tennessee like you don't bench him after the Kentucky the Georgia game but you bench him after he plays pretty well against Alabama right, right. Um, my next one the Lakers bench was apparently calling Duncan Robinson Jimmy Neutron during the NBA finals what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was gonna say I need to see this that's good that's good <laughs> that's good it's pretty all in, like when you do that it's all in fun now if you're going like Going after grandmas and stuff. It's oh, a little whoa, messed whoa, whoa. Up. Depends on how you go after grandmas, okay? <laughs> if, if somebody went after Mommy Bump, what would you do? I'd, I'd drop a 50 burger on him and get the hell out of there. <laughs> Moral victory. They did not drop 50 on us yesterday. <laughs> and Mike Jones didn't throw a touchdown pass. That is an incredible stat. What? <laughs> I did not realize that. Yeah. I didn't even look. I didn't even think to check that. No, he did not. You kept everything in front of you, I guess. <laughs> we tackled them at the two-yard line. They didn't get in. God dang, dude. <laughs> get. All right. I think I got one more fail, and I'm ready to get out of here. Why'd you tell me that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. My next fail is uh, Daniel Jones. 80-yard run and just tumbles. I feel bad for this guy. Sniper. He looked fast, though. He did. He's, he's a quicker. He's a quick guy. <laughs> a quicker. He's a quicker guy. <laughs> Quicker than y'all. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, my last one, my last fail, saw this on my Facebook page this morning. Uh, the Two men were accused of performing an illegal gender reassignment surgery without a license and storing the body parts in a freezer. These are the two men. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised. I don't know if y'all can see this. I doubt it. Oh, shoot. You, you get a good idea of their face on the camera. Can I bright... Dim my screen a little bit. Nope. Too dim. It's bad, guys. You can look it up. It was on WVLT. You get it. You, you, again, you can see their outline. It's bad, though. Who trusts somebody like Like, how insane. Those people are insane. How insane do you have to be to be like, this guy's like, I could do your gender reassignment. Sure. Yeah, like, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm Any not, surgery. I could remove your kidney. I'm not surprised, like, those guys did that. Yeah, it takes a special level of insanity to do that. Yeah. Special level. I did. Oh, speaking of that, so you know, I've been I've been throwing out the insanity quote. That's it's not the actual definition, but people go, "Oh, what's the definition of insanity?" Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Someone said, "Can we please drop that cliche?" And then tweeted out the actual definition, and I responded. So the actual definition is the state of being seriously mentally ill, madness, or extreme foolishness or irrational irrationality. And I said, extreme foolishness and irrationality could fit this offense just fine. 100%. <laughs> so, 100%. insane? 
Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Any, any more fellas? <laughs> I do. So I've been watching The Bachelorette because, you know, I'm that guy. Um, <laughs> and, and in the show, Claire says, she tells a guy, oh, I never went to prom. No one asked me. A lady, like, puts on Twitter her husband and Claire at prom, at their senior prom. <laughs> There's a picture of it. That's weird. Why would you tweet that? I'm like, do you, do you not think like somebody's gonna know that you went to prom? Also, why do you say that? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's two weird things going on. There's one thing I want I want to tell you because you know she goes up to this guy and and she's like, so why did you want to come on the show? And he's like, oh, when I was when I found out you're the bachelor, I just like wanted to be on the show. She's like, okay, why? And he was like, "Well, I just think you're like pretty and stuff." She's like, "She's like, but but why did why did you want it to just be? Why did you want it to be me?" And he was just like, "Well, uh, I don't I don't know." And she's like, "Well, most most guys would just say like, you know, they like my passion. They like how I was a strong <laughs> woman and, and you know stuff stuff like that." And Credit so, to him for just being like, "No, you're pretty." Right, yeah, and then she it. was like, "You uh, have zero personality." Just- <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Well, I don't know you." Or, or he was like, "He's like, yeah, I, I just I just knew you, and, and like I, I wanted to come on the show." And she was like, "Why?" And he was like, I, "Well, I didn't really know you. I just knew of you." So she was like, you just knew of me because I was pretty? Yeah, that's pretty weird. And he was like, well, yeah. He follows her on Instagram. Right. <laughs> so, he, so she was like, yeah, I think this isn't going to work. So just send him home in the middle of the show. Damn. Isn't she really weird or something? I feel like I've seen weird moments from this show. It's kind of weird. She did make him play strip dodgeball. And the losers had to go back to their house. Oh, that's naked. hot. That's hot. They. Yeah, that's they hot. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I can't like it. Who's like, yeah, there's, it's 12 guys. That's a bad start to like a porno. 12 guys, one girl, strip dodgeball, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. It sounds weird. I, I just think the, I don't know, there's, there's drama. There's not as much drama with The Bachelorette than there is with The Bachelor. Those guys are there just to get drunk. And one of them hopes they get laid. Yeah. yeah <laughs> most of them just are there to just hang out with each other. Right. Right. Well, guys, really appreciate y'all listening in on another Sunday. We'll be back Wednesday previewing this team, Ba. Um, they have a pretty good record against Tennessee lately, too, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but we'll be previewing that. No, I don't know. We'll, we'll be talking ball football. We'll be talking uh, whatever's going on this week. Maybe some we'll, – we'll look at Arkansas for sure a little bit, but also look at the back half of the season and what the Vols have uh, ahead of them. We'll probably talk some basketball, too, as it's the practices are going. Anything uh, Vol related will be here. Follow us on Twitter at more underscore issues. You can follow us on Facebook, more important issues, as well as Volunteer Roadshow. Make sure you check us out. We're available on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to a podcast. Also, I do want to mention after games, you can re- uh, leave us your reaction mm-hmm. or your thoughts or, or whatever. If you just want to rant for a couple minutes, um, you just go to our um, our page that we put. What is it? Anchor. Anchor, yes. Anchor Thank you. We sent out a link. Yeah, send out a link, and you just click messages, and you can leave us a message um, quick and easy, and then we get that. And if it's great, we'll put it on the show. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll play it. So that's all we got, guys. We have to put up our cigars this year, but hey, there's always next year. Hope you got a good humidor. <laughs> yeah. 
That's all we got. We'll bring the boat in and we out.